There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. I got no, no room for uh, drama in this workplace, Anna. And we had a little earlier on today. You yeah. come into the room that I'm in about one o'clock, and you're like, oh, Looks like I parked in someone's parking spot and they got on my case about it. Go ahead. Tell me what happened. Here's the deal. We have a parking garage below our building at the radio station. There are no names on any of the spots except for a couple of them have signs that say station vehicle Mm -hmm. or there are a few spots that are reserved for the digital department that also works here at the radio station. Other than that, there are no signs on any of those parking spots. Go ahead, Who Jesse. Got on your do you case? have a question? Will the engineer mm. said that I stole his spot, even though I don't see a sign anywhere? So there was one place left in the garage today. I took it. Will says it was his. Go ahead, Jesse. This isn't going to be a one-sided argument. Hello, Will. Hello, Will. I'm going to let you plead your case. Anna, I'm going to let you plead your case. This is something brand new. I get to make the decision on who's right or wrong. Oh. Will. This feels biased. I'm just going to well, say that. Well, so far, the only person that's had any time to say anything is you, All right. Anna. All right. You're the only one that had any time to say, Will, I bet you've got a little something to say about Anna. Don't say it I just do. yet. I do. You, you ready to defend your side? I'm ready. Okay. All right. Hmm. You get 15 seconds is all, and then Anna gets us 15 more seconds on top of what you've already said, okay? Fine. Will, uh, what is your side? May I speak, Judge Jesse? Yes. Okay. Your Honor, yes. I'll keep it short and sweet. (laughs) Look, there's this thing called parking etiquette at the workplace. If you've established parking in the same spot for over two years, you should be able to have the priority to park in that space. (laughs) Plain and simple. Okay. Wow. In in less than 15 seconds. All right. So he's got tenure. Parking tenure. He's been there longer. Anna, 15 seconds. Go. There is no name on the space. There were raindrops outside this morning, and I could have gotten wet. There was only one space left in the garage, so I had no choice. I have a sticker on my car, which grants me access into the garage, and no rules have been given stating personal parking spots. Okay, 513-749-B105. We're going to open it up for public comment. Who's right? Give me your opinion, then as Judge Jesse, I will weigh my verdict and then pronounce who the victor is, and both of you all have to uh, abide from... What I decide. Do you understand? Got it. Yes, your William? honor. Yes, Judge. Jeff. Okay. Yes, uh. I will be addressed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you side with Engineer Will or Anna? Anna. And why would you side with Anna? Because there was no sign saying that it was his parking spot, and I hate that. You know, we all—they all have a right to park in whatever spot. Yep. And I think Anna's right. 
Don't you think Anna should, if she knows that somebody parks there all the time, maybe she should try to find a different spot? Anna, did you know that? I, okay, I did know, (laughs) I did know that he parks there, but there was one spot left. It's not your first day to work. Oh. I mean, you know my truck. I've only been here for like eight months. Exactly. I'm new. Eight months. Hey, thank you for calling. We appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye. Hello, B105, whose side are you siding with, Anna or Will? I am fighting with Anna. Oh. Not looking good for you, Will. And why is that? Um, well, because what I what you did I don't think is that bad. Um, and that is no good thing what Will said about the parking tenure. Um, if there is no name on it or it is not reserved, it is open to whoever. Okay. Hey, thank you for calling. Thank we're, you. we're losing you a little bit on the phone, but we appreciate you calling. Okay, thank, thank you. you. Have a good day. Okay, we're going to take one more call. Hello, B105, what is your name? I'm Mark from Mason. Mark and Mason, are you siding with Anna or Engineer Will? I am siding with Anna because it's all about being a gentleman, oh. and she didn't want to get wet going into work. So, oh. of course, I'm against, I'm against Will. Will, what do you think? Look, I'm a creature of habit. Like, I admit it. And, and siding with Anna, she's not the only one. There's other people who have been parking in that spot. But it was just more convenience for me, and I admit it. But well, then, then you need to be a, a creature of a different habit and find another oh, one. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> noted, noted. No, oh, no. man. Yeah, don't, don't fight him, Will. Okay, uh-oh. Okay. Thank you, sir. Anna, you. Leave it, Anna, leave your car parked. I'll pick you up and take you home tonight and take oh, you to okay. the end of work tomorrow. <laughs> Thank oh, you. All right. <laughs> all right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, I'm ready to pronounce my verdict. Anna, from here on out, you are allowed to park in that parking spot one day a week. What? One day per oh, week. You're making rules now. Will, oh. you get four out of five days a week. Oh. Anna, you get one day a week. If you do it more than once, you will be forced to park outside for a minimum of six months. Everybody, what? <laughs> Everybody was on my side. The judgment has been Who made. Who made this up? Where's Don't the question jury? the legal system. This is screwed I'm up. I'm judge, jury, judge and jury. executioner. <laughs> what? <laughs> Saturdays. Saturdays. Well, no. And that will count as your one day a week if you park there on Saturdays. (laughs) No. Thank you both for coming in. Have a great day. Listen, Anna, I know you view me as some sort of fitness god of some sort. Yeah, I mean, you kind of are. I'm just like, oh, I never fail when it comes to fitness and working out that I'm just so good at it. And uh, I, you're supposed to disagree with all this, by the way, but you're going along with it. No, I'm going along with it. All right. You are. I know what you're saying. No, no. Anyway, yesterday... I was like, I'm going to lower my calories down this week because I keep track of everything. Yes. And I'm going to drop them down. He weighs out his food. Everything that I eat, I weigh out from the oatmeal in the morning to the protein powder to my coffee creamer. I know. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to lower my calories down just a couple hundred per day this week to just slim up. I'm just trying to like uh, shock my body or whatever. So yesterday I was doing pretty good. And I told Anna, I'm like... Man, I'm a little hungry this afternoon. Man, that, a couple hundred yeah. calories makes a difference, but man, I'm doing great. And I was doing great last night till 8, no, 9.30. Oh, that's what it always is. Like, oh, What'd you do? Beaver nuggets. <laughs> that road trip to Bucky's. Yeah. This oh, is why man. I can't have those in my house. This is why I can't mm-hmm. have temptation foods in my house. Cereal is one. Mm-hmm. Ice cream is one. Any dessert. Yeah. Anything that's grab and go. And especially beaver nuggets. Oh, boy. So then I had a bowl of those, and I'm like, all right, just a light, a nice little nightcap. I'm good now. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> and then I wake up at 11 o'clock. I wake up. Oh. I'm like, 
I do have that giant bag of Skinny Pop. Oh. <laughs> so I totally forgot about it until I woke up this morning at 7, and I look over in the bag of Skinny Pop in a bowl is next to my pet. I'm like, I'm more than eight 300 calories last night. I should have just ate it during the day. Like in your sleep, too. I know, because towards the end of last night while we were still here at the station, I knew that you were cutting back on calories, and I could sense a little bit of, like, irritability, which is how you get when you're hangry. Mm -hmm. But I also knew I couldn't say anything because you already told me you were cutting back on calories. I didn't want to escalate. And I'm like, oh. Then you went home and got your beaver nuggets. The worst part anytime I have, listen, I've gone through diets before. I once weighed 70-something pounds heavier than I currently do. So I know what it's like to lose weight and to cut back. It is always nighttime. That's the problem. I'm great during the day. It is not, it's right before bed. Lock up your cabinet. I can't go to bed hungry. Yeah, I'm the same I'm way. Like, you know? I'm not the person to ask advice. <laughs> if I'm hungry at night, I'm eating. Oddly, I'm not asking your yeah, advice. I think I'm just ask. speaking this out loud. I'm going to, tr- I'm just going to try to work session. this out in my brain. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I can't all, help you. So, I know you hold me to a high standard on fitness, but yeah, no, well, eat the beaver nuggets. Why not? No, don't do that. <laughs> Anna, you went mushroom hunting over the weekend. (laughs) I've never gone mushroom hunting, and I've always been curious, how do you know if the mushroom will kill you or not? All right. I am not the one to fully ask about that. My parents, so my mom and my dad, they grow, I don't know if I'm saying the wording right, they grow their own mushrooms. Okay. And then they also occasionally will go mushroom hunting where they just go into like, my aunt has a bunch of land and they'll just go into the forest and like literally look for wild mushrooms. Okay. Um, how do you know if they're poisonous or not? My parents told me that they have a pretty good idea, but they are a little more skeptical when they if they find them in the wild. Like usually they rely on the ones that they grow mm-hmm. and they kind of just do the hunting for like the game of it to see, oh, can we actually find them growing out in the wild? And it's usually a miss. To really find them out in the wild. Because there's a specific specific type, I think. The morels yeah, yeah, is that's what, what we it was. were looking for. Um, and then you have to go at the right time of the season. We didn't find any out in the wild this huh. time because we think we went either too early or too late. I forget. Um, but the the log that my dad had planted mushrooms, mm-hmm. they they did grow. So, and so we did get those. I find Those big- were shiitakes, though. Really? Yes. Okay. Oh, well, that's okay. Nice. So, yeah, you get a, you pretty much get a log, and this is my explanation of it. You drill holes in it, and then this, you put the spores in it, and then, like, it needs to be in a cool, like, I don't know, damp. dark, damp place or whatever. It's a mm-hmm. fungus, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then the mushrooms grow, and then when they grow, you can just cut, the, you cut them off the log. Because I see big old mushrooms in my backyard them. all the time. Don't eat them. No, I won't. But okay. my, my, my thought is... First of all, my dog Jackson must know there's something up with these things too, because he wants nothing to do with them. He doesn't eat them. Thank gosh. He's that boy <laughs> will eat grass, yeah. mulch, fences, but he won't eat those mushrooms. I'm like, oh, there must be something real bad about those. Well, I don't think that you would ever find an edible mushroom just growing in a lawn because lawns aren't normal. Oh. They're not natural. Do you know what I mean? A lawn See, this is, is good. not. Yeah, a I wasn't going to eat it anyway. Man-made Thing. It's ter- It's um, man- Yeah, I got you. Yes. So if you go out in the wilderness, uh-huh. then that would be where you would find them. But it is hard to find them in the wild unless you really know of a spot to go. Mm. Um, that's Your why parent- people are so into it. This is so funny about Anna's family. Like yeah. they, they they have oh. adventures on the weekends <laughs> where they go out like uh, hunting for mushrooms. Yeah. Or they go out hunting for 
pawpaws, which I didn't even know what those were. A fruit. Pawpaws. Was the official state fruit of Ohio, yes. apparently. They're and these pear-looking things that taste nothing like pears. They almost taste like a mango and a banana mixed it's, together. Um, it's but a whole thing. The mushrooms, I was going to my parents' house, and then at the last minute they said, hey, guess what? We're going to your aunt's, and we're going to go mushroom hunting. Bring your gloves. Get to my aunt's. She's like, who wants margaritas? And we all have a margarita, and we went out. In the forest and mushroom hunting. Walking through the forest buzzed. You have a weird family. Can I, I, don't know. I know they listen, but I mean it. No, I told, and they were like, you're going to be talking about this on the radio, aren't you? I'm like, yeah, oh, probably. Wow. That's how you know they've been listening to our show. Yeah. Joey Votto, he is all over social media right now. He was doing a Q&A with fans, and they, someone asked, do you like Skyline or Gold Star better? And Joey Votto admitted that he has never tried Cincinnati-style chili. He has been with the Reds since, I looked it up, 2007. Mm -hmm. Since 2007, he has been here with the Reds in Cincinnati. And the, I don't know, the number one thing that we're known for, Cincinnati chili, and he's never not once tried it. You know what? I'm not going to judge him. I I completely understand where he's coming from because here's the thing, Anna. Yeah. As a guy that's not from here, and Joey isn't even from this country. that's fine. But as a guy that's not from here, I get sometimes there's things you don't want to try. And it's not Cincinnati, but he obviously would have had it by now if he wanted to try it. So, you know, he gets asked about it all the time over the years. And he's probably just always deflected, not answered that question because he knows it's a hot topic. And he finally, that's why, because he even wrote back like, gulp, uh, I've never tried it. Oh, he knew. He knew he he was going to get all kinds of crap. My thing is that. If you if you're not allergic to it or you know it's not going to make you sick or something like that you live here in this city you're becoming a part of the city you play for one of our teams here in the city you're not even going to take a bite just what if to it just, tr- just to try it What if it just doesn't sound good to him You know my I whole thing is how many things I literally have a 40th birthday bucket list this year of all the things in Cincy I haven't done after 18 yeah, years. Well, Camp Washington Chili was one of them. Maybe you need to go hang out with Joey Votto. Bring him to I, Camp I, Washington listen, Chili. I'm not going to judge anybody. Maybe he really loves eating Chipotle all the time. I mean, I get it. But it's, but, you, but you're from here. It's, if you're from, like, it's being a part of a city. When you, people come from out of town to come to Cincinnati and try the thing that we're known for. Like, What do you we, mean we you have, people? What? <laughs> You and Joey Votto. <laughs> yeah. You guys can go hang Listen, out together. You I've had wanna... Cincinnati style chili. Well, yeah, I had graders. Sure. I had I will say I didn't have get up probably for the first seven or eight years I lived here. That's so wild. there's a great example of it. Like I, it's not that it sounded bad. I just didn't go out of my way to have it. I understand if it takes a while. You're new to a city, you're not from here. It takes a while to experience everything that it has to offer. After a point, it gets to this, it's like, what What are you doing? Why haven't you just tried it? Maybe they don't want to. Why? That's my point. Like, it's okay not, to not try something. To not try new things. Is, hello, do you know you who you're talking always, to? I do know, you know this, who you're talking to? This is to? what I always harp to you. This is why your bucket list, I was so down for it. Because it's like, if it's yeah. something new, you should try it. Or... Or you find things in your life that you know bring you joy and you just do them over and over and over knowing that you will always find joy in them. It's a guaranteed calculated risk. Keep your everyday joy items, but add a few new things into your life. I, that's a good thing. I've that, been better there is at that. nothing wrong I've been with better that. at you that. You have. I stand with Joey. But you. <laughs> Let's go ahead and take sides. Is Joey Votto wrong for not having tried Cincinnati-style chili? In over 15 years. What do you think? 
no way. You should totally try Skyline Chili if you're in Cincinnati. Thank you. He plays for the I'm Reds. Totally team Anna. <laughs> yeah, he plays for the Reds. Like you, right. you can't get away with that. What if? What if uh, he had an aversion to like uh, meat or something like if that? If he's okay, if he's, uh, I yeah, said, if, go ahead, you answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's totally different. Yes. but I'm sure he doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, you, I, I just, no. I don't know. Maybe he likes eating tofu all the time. I mean, if he's vegetarian, vegan, he's got an allergy, he doesn't eat dairy, okay. I'm not judging him for uh, if that's the case. I get it. If you can't eat it, you can't eat it. But if you can eat it, I just that's hate what this. we're known for. I hate this pressure. It's you got to try. Jesse, you got to. You, you, you don't even live here. You just said you're the poster child. I am not the, trying new things. Yes. That's. Yes, that's I stand with people that like what they like. That you can that is still me. like what you like, but try like get out of the box. You know every what? Once in a while, you know what happens when you get out of the box? The possibility of disappointment, <laughs> risk. Oh. You know what? I'm not the poster child for risk. Oh, <laughs> uh, we know, we know. <laughs> Tax stands with Votto. Oh man, what do you think? Is Joey Votto wrong? No, he's not wrong. I do not. If I go to a restaurant and I know I this is what I like, this is what I'm ordering. Nah, thank you, Belinda. I'm the okay. same way. When I go to Cheesecake Factory, it's always the veggie burger for this guy. Oh, boy. What about you? What's yeah, your favorite? I, al- I always get the same thing. I always get their cheeseburger, and I have never ate at Chipotle because I don't like the way it smells. I'm so but glad what- you brought that up. Anna, what do you get at Chipotle every time you go to Chipotle? Belinda, I get, the- I get a similar bowl. But I wouldn't be opposed if someone said you should really try this new thing at Chipotle. I would try it. Belinda, I'm just going to, listen, I love you, but I'm going to challenge you to try something new next time you go to a restaurant. It won't happen because (laughs) I do not try things based on the way they look, smell. I'll be like, oh, no, that doesn't look good. Hold on. (laughs) Belinda, you tell me if you agree with me on this. You are willing to try something new Number one, if you don't pay for it. Number two, if you're at like somebody's house or you're at a dinner and somebody buys like a a table full of different things, you're willing to try it then, but you're not willing to put your hard-earned money on something that you don't know whether you're going to like it or not. Yeah, I'm never going to put my own money on something I don't know if I like it. I'm going to stop you both right there. Joey Votto can get free Skyline. That's, no. (laughs) But maybe he doesn't like the way it smells. I mean, maybe it's too strong. If I just don't like something, like my kids love noodles, but I don't like the way they look. Noodles. So I refuse Belinda. to even try them. Belinda, uh, sorry, Belinda, you like what you like. I say I stand with uh, Belinda and Votto. All right. Okay. Well, you three can all go out to dinner then. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Belinda. Thanks for calling. Thank Thanks for being right. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. All right, we do this every day. We take our question out of the truth jar, and we rotate on who answers. And today is Jesse's turn. Are you trying to dodge the question, Jesse? I know. I was like, if songs just keep going, I don't mm-hmm. have to answer it. Yeah, well. All right, Jesse. What is a part of your parents that you are afraid of becoming? Hmm. This could be serious or silly. This one? No, I have an answer. Okay. It's my mom. Um, and there's, I'm sure there's some parts of my dad that I probably don't want to become either. Sure. But I feel like there's more of my mom. And this one is just a prominent one. I have gotten, as a kid, my mom couldn't sit still. And growing up, we always 
had projects to do on the weekend, whether it be we're going to chop a tree down and all the kids are out there picking up the logs, yeah. or we're going to redo the flower bed, or we're going to do this or that, and this and that. And I just yeah. constantly felt like I was doing something and not having fun. And I remember my mom can't sit still. Yeah. So it would be like, okay, we'd get that project done. And then she would be like, now we're building shelves in the garage because we need to put a place all, the, all your junk and your basketballs and your bicycles and all these things. And I'm just like, why are we constantly doing things all the time? And I'd be like, you're going to give yourself a heart attack if you don't slow down. And just take a break. Yeah. And guess what I'm turning into? Your mom. And I live alone. Mm -hmm. And I'm constantly, I think, I don't know if I get value out of doing things. And if, I, if I'm, you know, I have to, Anna, I have to force myself to be lazy. It's not even a great word to relax. It's relax. I think that's the problem is that you, it's almost like you view, if you spend an afternoon sitting on the couch watching TV and that's it, who cares? You're taking a break. Maybe your body needs that. But I feel like, do you view that as being lazy? Because you always use that word. And I'm like, that's not. It's not. It's the problem is I live alone. I own a house and I have a dog and yeah. I don't have anybody to help me. So I feel like things add up like projects and work and chores and yeah. all these things. And if I have any time downtime where I'm not doing things I need to catch up on, um, then I'm going to pay the price later. And it, it's as simple as like there's dishes in the sink because I did never emptied the dishwasher. And it's just like, I'm so, yeah, it's not I, good. I understand you want to stay on top of it, but I also think if you have dishes in the sink for a, a day longer than you wanted to or whatever, who cares? Life is so stressful. We all have lists of things that we have to get done. Maybe you don't get it all done. That's like, you know what I mean? I don't think that means you're lazy. I don't think that means that you didn't yeah. accomplish something for the day. If you're not sitting on the couch all day, every day, you're not lazy. You're just. I just need to reframe it. Like, you, yeah, there's value, not, there's value there, in taking a break. There is. Your body needs it. Usually, if you feel like you want to do that, it's your body saying that I need to do that. That's typically when I and will. You, but the problem yeah. is I, my body's always just no, like, go change the laundry. Well, you're on the road to. Becoming my mom. Becoming your mother. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, uh -oh. when you heard it like that, nothing's going to make me not want to do that more than that. <laughs> yeah. Anna, would you say when you wake up in the morning that allergies are a real problem for you? Allergies are the reason that I finally get out of bed after my alarm goes off. I have to blow my nose. Oh, is that the bad? Tissue, I don't keep a tissue box next to my bed. Otherwise, I'd just try okay. to sleep in. <laughs> I'm like, oh. must go. It's just uh, it's terrible. Yeah. Here are the top things people will give up. For an entire year, if they could be allergy-free. Ooh, okay. These are what people are saying. Cake. Yeah. Chocolate. Mm. Pizza. Are any of those ones that you would give up, first of Ooh. all, those three? Cake. Chocolate and chocolate pizza. Chocolate and pizza. And you were like, you would get rid of allergies forever? For, uh, they'd give it up for a year to be allergy-free. I would just say for yeah, a year. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it would be tough to give up chocolate and pizza. I mean, I, I enjoy both of those things, okay. but I'd be like, yeah. So I made a custom list of things because I know you love the following things. Would you give up the following things? Let's just go ahead and say you'd have to give it up forever, okay. but you'd also lose allergies forever. You wouldn't have to deal with it ever, ever again. Okay. Coffee. We'll start with that no. one. A portion of your salary. Would you take oh, a pay oh. cut, 10%? Mm. Would you take a 10% pay cut mm. to never have to deal with allergies again, ever? Oh, man. Oh, my gosh, that's hard. No, no. 
There's value in happiness. Can I get a raise first and then get a 10%? Well, work hard. <laughs> work hard, you get one. Ask me Ask okay. me in a couple of years. <laughs> and alcohol. Would you give up alcohol? For, for life? For life. For life, no. If it was a year, yes. Okay, let me ask you this. Would you give up? Wait, hold on. You would give up alcohol for a year? If I could be allergy-free? Wow, I'm impressed. I think I could do that, yeah. But you have so much of your life wrapped up in alcohol. What? <laughs> what? So much Jesse, socializing I is don't involved. know what you think that I am out here doing. You say that. You told me you drink multiple times a week. Yes, but I don't know. Like, I you, think you don't understand what that means. Oh, Having oh. a beer with dinner. Okay. Like, pause, 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 pause. What? Pause. You quit dry January nine or 10 days in. You couldn't cut dry January. What were the benefits? What was I getting out of that? A dinner at I Money, think it was savings. Texas Roadhouse. Money, but savings. I did the savings without cutting that out. No, that I didn't want to do. But you said January. that your life was so much tied into socializing with friends, and you were afraid to be around other people because of the drink, because uh, of the spending money. I don't think you give Not, it up for a year. You don't believe me. See, I this don't. is the thing about you. I don't. Okay, start now. All right, starting. And I'll work day. on those allergies for you. Yeah. See, that's the, like, what's the benefit? I don't know. Y- yeah. Oh, it's all about what's in it for you, huh? Yes, yes it is. Fair. This summer in Newport, there is a new interactive video game room that is coming. It's called Immersive Game Box. And you know virtual reality where you put the goggles on. It's kind of like that. uh, But instead, you'll have like 3D sort of goggles on. And you'll be in a room that has interactive screens. So it's not, you know, virtual reality, you put goggles on and it feels like you're in there. This will be going into an actual room where you will have special glasses, but there are screens it looks neat. all around you. I it, think it looks It's called awesome. projection mapping. And I think the room probably moves with you and there's all kinds of neat things. Well, yeah, they say that there, if you have a partner, there will be different games that you can play. And like you and the partner almost are the controllers. Like you, sure. you play the game by moving around and working together with your partner. Have you ever done, I know this isn't VR, but have you ever done VR, virtual reality? Pull, yeah. Pull goggles on? It's crazy. Where have you done it? Uh, a couple of my friends, they have they have sets or I did it. whatever it's called. <laughs> it's probably been like seven or eight years since yeah. I did it. I had one at home and back then I'm sure the technology wasn't even all that great, but I had one game where I was in like a room, a bedroom and it was like a haunted game. And I don't like haunted stuff. Yeah. And you would sit in this room and it would be the sights and sounds and things would like come out of closets and jump. Yeah. And it, it was freaky. It is. And I did it with my parents and like my stepdad tried to be like, oh, this isn't scary. And he jumped and threw the goggles <laughs> off. I'm like, you, it really does mess with your head. It's freaky. So you haven't done it since... No. You haven't done it in years. You really should, if you know someone that has one, you should try it now. It's insane. I did a walk through Japan. Like, I, it literally, I felt like I had visited Japan. That was the like, thing I that I did do. Streets. My favorite app was Google Maps. Yeah. And I would type in any address and it would, on Street View, yeah. any, like in Iowa, where I'm from, or any vacation. Mm-hmm. And I could stand there and turn completely around, look up and down. And it was like, this is neat. It, it was cool. It feels like you're there. And kids who, kids now, they just feel like it's part of everyday life. They've always had it. Oh, no. 
No, no, no. Yeah. You don't have to go back that far. <laughs> Less than a decade ago, I'm thinking. I mean, for most of us. Yeah. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.